Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now your host, me, Shane Lakita. Hey, good morning, folks. I'm sure most of you are thinking to yourself, uh, I usually hear Shane get on to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 once a week now. And if I get twice, it's a little strange. Well, nothing major is happening. Nothing major is going on. I just had a lot on my mind, and I wanted to talk to you about some stuff. I know that for me, if I've got something to talk about or I've got to get something off my chest or if I just got to talk about something to get me right and tight and make sure my mind is ready to go, I know that I have all of you that are out there listening to me to be able to ping off of, to be able to send thoughts out to, to be able to share ideas to be able to communicate with each other and all those good things. And I'm appreciative of every single one of you guys, as most of the time you hear me say on every single episode, if you're taking the time to download this and go on whatever platform that you're using and put your headphones in and listen to me ramble into a microphone, I don't think you understand how important that is to me and how much inspiration I gain from that and how much accountability that it brings to the table for me. So I'm so appreciative of every single one of you guys just going on there and downloading me and my voice and my logo and my brand and everything else that I'm trying to be able to bring to the table. So I'm so appreciative of each and every one of you. And I say it every single time. In today's podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about some stuff that's on my brain and some stuff that I've been thinking about And I think that you'll be able to relate to what I'm saying here. If you're in a journey of trying to be healthier and trying to live a longer life and trying to be able to invest in yourself and those around you and all those things, I think that we can really get together here on this podcast. And I'm sure that whatever I'm talking about here will be able to relate to somebody. So with that being said, if you got any comments or any kind of emails that you want to send or anything you want to do, I'm everywhere when it comes to social media. So if you see a Twitter, just punch in at LiquidShano1973. If you see Instagram or you're on Instagram, just punch in at LiquidShano1973. If you got Facebook action going on, you can either go over to No Finish Line Nation, which is a closed group page of 43,000 people that are there supporting each other. Or you could also just go on to my personal LiquidShano1973 page and be able to connect with me there and message me and do whatever you have to do to be able to communicate with me from whatever you hear on the podcast podcast here, or if this is just something you're that's on your brain and you just want to share and be able to talk about and just be able to get it out there. So before we get into the podcast itself, I want to celebrate in one person that became a patron this week through patreon.com and is another patron of the podcast. It's my own mother, actually, to be honest with you. I saw it pop in and I said, whoa, who's this, who's this Gail person? And I went, oh, wait a minute. What's this all about? So my own mother is a patron of the podcast. And so she's dedicated herself and been able to commit to be able to give to the podcast show. Mom, I love you. And I'm so happy that you were able to pop in there and support this cause and support my podcast and support everything that I'm doing here. And I know that you're an inspiration to me and vice versa. And we, uh, we're just going to keep on plugging through. So thank you so much. Again, her name is Gail Beans. She's on different weight loss programs. She's on No Finish Line Nation. She's on Instagram, Facebook, all those different things. So if you see her popping in there, say hello to her and say, hi, mom, just to give her a little bit of a wave and a, and a shout out there. So thanks, mom, for joining into the Patreon community and becoming a patron of Liquid Shano 1973 and Coffee Talk all around. So let's go ahead right now and get into the podcast for today.
Okay, all right, so you like that little break I got right there, right? The little cool music I got going on, something I tried last podcast, I'm trying this one. So I figured it's a nice little break in the sound and be able to take care of things. So hope you enjoy it. I'm going to probably incorporate some more stuff that goes in with it. I got a couple more things that I'm actually getting for the podcast here that helps me with the sound of everything to be able to give a nice clear voice that you guys can hear with not as much echo and feedback and that kind of stuff. So, you know, let me know how how you're thinking about the podcast too, to be able to see how it's sounding for you all as you have me in your ears as you're going out for workouts or you're driving to work or you're in the car or whatever you're doing. I appreciate you. Okay. So today's podcast is all about dire straits. So let's, let's talk about this for a second. I had this thought the other day and I was actually watching TV and there was this really super, super inspirational story about a woman that was on television, and her story was basically that she was given a really small amount of time to live. And there was another one about a guy, too, so this is why both of them piggyback on top of each other. So this morning, there was about a guy that was given this uh, about two weeks to live because he had this biological disease in him that nobody could figure out, and nobody could even decide what direction to be able to move in. So he had two weeks to live. And what was funny about that is he treated everything that he did from that point forward for those two weeks on top of them them actually going and finding a cure and fixing the issue for this gentleman because of the right mind and the right mindset. But I I mean, how many of you have heard stories of people that have been giving death prognosis or given the sentence of you only have a short amount of time to live with cancer or whatever else? And you see these people look at themselves in the mirror and decide, I'm going to live my life to the absolute fullest and I'm not going to stop living. I'm going to keep pushing forward and I'm going to live life to the fullest. And they dig in. And not only on top of living life to the fullest, but they believe in their heart of hearts and they get in the right mindset that they can beat whatever it is that they're faced in front of. So if it's cancer, if it's leukemia, whatever, whatever they may be faced with, their mindset is so fixed on, I can beat this and I can do this. And they say that whenever you're battling things like cancer, you need that mindset to really push you forward to help beat out what the this this sometimes uncurable and sometimes curable diseases that we actually are able to find, the mindset matters over everything. Now, the situations that I'm talking about, a lot of it has to do with the fact that here we are in this space of health and wellness and making sure that we can go and lose weight and live long lives and do all these things and and enjoy our families, enjoy our lives, enjoy everything about it. We just want to live our lives to the fullest capacity. And we want to be able to make sure that the the short amount of time that we're on the earth, we're able to just embrace everything that goes on around us. But what happens, you know, work happens, life happens, bills happen, money happens, finances, all those things happen. And then we just get in in the muck of life. And the next thing you know, we're looking back going, man, where did the last 10 years go? If you've got kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When they're first born, you're like, wow, they're just a baby. And next thing you know, they're 12, 13, a teenager going into high school. And you're looking back going, what just happened? Where, where, where did the time go? And so these are the kind of things that I'm talking about where when we're faced with life and those kind of things, we tend to speed up our lives to be able to get to wherever we go. And it just starts to skim right by. It starts to flow right by us. So we really have no idea what's happening on around us. So to go back to what I was originally saying, the two stories, one woman, one man, both diagnosed with terminal cancer and terminal illnesses, and they were given a short amount of life time to live in their lives. 
So they basically live life to the fullest, came up with the right mindset, and was not going to be told no just because a doctor said no and just because whatever. So they totally fixated their brains on the fact that I can beat whatever is in front of me and I'm going to beat whatever is in front of me. And they had a positive mindset to be in the fact that they will do that and they will beat it. And they will move forward and they're going to do great things and they're going to be amazing and they're going to keep on fighting and they're going to live a long life and all those things. When we that aren't faced with those types of finalities and those types of mortality and short lives that they've been given for disease and whatever else, we take all of that for granted at times, don't we? I mean, we literally sit back and we complain about every little thing that's in front of us. Or we might look at the fact that I'm hungry, so now i got to fight starvation or fight hunger and all these different things or whatever it is. I don't want to go to the gym. It's cold outside. It's really cold. Why would I want to try to battle through that? It's really freezing. My legs are going to get cold. I don't want to go to the gym. Or I don't want to go for the walk because, you know, my big toe hurts today or I got something going on. And we make all these excuses and all those things. We got all these things. This long laundry list of things that we create drama and energy that's negative towards the positive side of the coin that we want to be able to lay on. And so all these people that are forced are faced with mortality and short lives and illnesses and sicknesses, it's a no-brainer for them to know that they've got to get in the right frame of mind. Yeah, of course they go through different bouts of depression about the fact that, oh, wow, I, I really didn't expect me to have this prognosis of me dying so young or those kind of things, like everybody would. But what I'm saying is they're faced with mortality. They're faced with pain. They're faced with uh, end of life, with the ending of the things that go on out there that we're, when we're in life and we're doing all the things that we have to do. And they want to enjoy life to the fullest. And they want to do the things that are necessary for them to continue to live it. And they, 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 they just get in the space of, okay, my life is now a lot shorter than what I thought it was going to be. I'm not taking it for granted and I'm going for it. And I'm going for it to live life to the fullest. I'm living in, the, in in a sense of gratitude. And I'm going to appreciate every single thing that I have. Now, we, as average human beings that aren't faced with those types of things or aren't given those prognoses or illnesses and those kind of things, knock on wood, right? Knock on wood that we don't have to be faced with those kind of things. But are us that are just living a regular, quote-unquote, healthy life as we move forward, do we take the same approach as folks that are faced with mortality? Do we take the same approach as somebody that is given only a short amount of time to live? So what they want to do is they want to hug their kids tighter. They want to hug their relatives a little bit closer. They want to enjoy the moments, maybe jump out of planes, go do something that, that, that they've always wanted to do but never went to do it because they were too afraid to or those kind of things. Do we treat our lives like those folks do? Because I know I don't. And I think it's something that has really been a perspective of mine that I've been thinking a lot about lately is the fact that here I am, a 45-year-old man. I'm living life. I've got a wonderful, beautiful, sexy wife. And I've got a really good kid, a kid that's doing good in school, got a level head on his shoulders. And we have conversations. And we're talking dad-son talks. And we're doing really, really good things. And he's playing football and baseball. And we're really you know, diving into like the all-American dream. I mean, literally at the end of the day. But what happens to me? Do I appreciate every single thing that I have? Probably not as much as I should. And I think what happens is, is I get in the complaint mode. I get in the mode of, oh, you know what? I'm not really feeling it. Oh, I've gained like 25 pounds. Oh, I'm not really feeling good in those pants or those clothes. I'm not really feeling good about myself. I don't want to take pictures again. Like I used to always take pictures. I of all these little things that my brain is going through, 
that literally mean nothing become overwhelming for me, and it causes me to stop moving forward in a positive space. Why? Why do we let those inner demons, those mental monkeys, those little bats that are floating around in our heads, why do we let them get involved in the progress that we're trying to be able to accomplish in life? Why do we let them impede our progress? Why do we let them become obstacles? Why do we let them become hindrances towards being a great version of yourself that you're meant to be? I know I do it all the time. I end up talking myself out of stuff sometimes that I really shouldn't. And thank goodness that I have a really big support group. And I have a support group of people that are around me that look at me and say, you know what, you need to get off your ass and go and do what you have to do. Because you literally, at the end of the day, are saying to yourself, I can't do something based on the fact that you have a feeling about something. Rather than if you're actually faced with something like the ones I told you about earlier that were faced with mortality or cancer or illnesses that have a really short amount of time on this earth, they live life to the fullest. And I always talk about living life to the fullest, but sometimes I don't think I do. And I think that I take things for granted at times. And I think we all do at times until you're faced with losing it. I think I I mentioned something the other day about volunteering. And I said, so two nights ago, my son and I, we went to a local shop. It was a bike shop downtown called the Portland Gear Hub. And what they do is they basically take in all these broken bicycles, bike frames, wheels, spokes, you know, all the different parts and components that you can get with a bike. And they basically take all of them in that are donated or being thrown away or that kind of stuff. And they 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 break them all down into bite-sized parts, little tiny little parts. And what they do is they either sell those parts or they put together some bikes for organizations. So it's a non-charity or it's a, a non-profit organization. And what they do is they basically will go to different camps and different functions that they might be using where a family may need may be in need of bikes and can't afford it. Or Camp Ketcha is a local children's group up towards Scarborough where I'm from. And they donate a lot of the proceeds and money and different things like that that they make from the bikes or those kind of things they donate over to this organization. So a really great organization. Okay, I just want to give a little bit of a plug to that up here in Portland, Maine area. So Here I am talking about volunteering and talking about living life to the fullest and being able to move forward and enjoying all the time that I can because I always try to take my son to all of these things that I do. And sometimes I go there and we go and we, we process through it. It fills our heart. We feel so good about everything. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, do I really appreciate everything that's going on? Like, do I do I appreciate the fact that I have time and effort to be able to give to my son to teach him the skill set to be able to volunteer and move forward? And do I appreciate the time and the and the moments that as we're driving over to go to the event to be able to break down these bikes and help to help them be more efficient? That we're having conversations about school and girls and that kind of stuff. Do I appreciate the time that I have with my son and in the moment of really embracing everything that has anything to do with life or growing or being better or those kind of things? I sometimes don't. And I think I sometimes just do it to check off the list. And I probably shouldn't do that. And I think that most of us do. I think we list things as being we're appreciative of it. But the point that I was making was is that I had some listeners or I had some actual readers of when I was posting these posts about the things that we're doing and they were sharing with me, I really wish that I had the opportunity to do that. Or when I was faced with cancer, I decided that I'm going to be able to do those types of things. I beat cancer, but now I'm in the mode of always appreciating every moment and giving back everything that I can to organizations that helped me, to other people that might need it, all those kind of things. So for me, at the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself, do we appreciate things and embrace things the way that we really should? 
Because I don't think we do. Maybe we do. I mean, I, I think there's some pockets of it. I think sometimes we are, if we're feeling really good and we're doing a lot of really good things and we're feeling good about ourselves, a lot of times we'll get in that space of feeling really good. We'll pay it forward. We'll pay for the person behind us at the Dunkin' Donuts or pay for the tolls behind us two or three cars back. Or if we see a homeless person on the side of the street, we might be able to give them some some money or some shoes or something like that or whatever. We're feeling good about everything that we're doing. We're like, all right, we're giving back. We're doing great things. But for me, at the end of the day, I got to look at myself and say, do I treat my life every day like somebody that's just been told and given a terminal prognosis of a really short amount of time where they decide they want to live life to the fullest and maximize every single moment that they have available to them? Do I live my life that way? No, I don't. Should I live my life that way? Yes, I should. Because my family deserves it. I deserve it. And if I want to create a legacy for myself that one day somebody may look up and say, hey, what good was Shane in in this world? What good did he do? Or what's his legacy? Or what's the epitaph that he has on his gravestone when he passes on and he goes away and you know and and people are just kind of celebrating his life or whatever are they going to say a guy that lived his life and just kind of went through the motions or are they going to say a guy that continued to give back and continued to embrace life and continued to live life to the fullest and make other people feel good and embrace everything around them and do the things that were necessary to help other people at all times that's what i want them to say about me And I think that that's a goal of mine. It's one of my personal goals is to create a legacy. Now, that may sound egotistical. It may may sound like I've got this big ego about the fact that my legacy is going to be what. But there's truth to that. The truth to it is everybody that comes in my path, I want them to think to themselves, that's a really good guy. And that's a guy that loves other people and loves everything that goes on around him and loves to the fullest and gives to the fullest and does everything he can to be able to help other people all around him and lives to the max. So ask yourself that question. Let's say, for instance, and I know it sounds kind of morbid because of the situation that I was talking about with the, with the guy and the girl that I was watching on the news. But if you think about it, are you at the point right now that if you a doctor was to walk over to you and say, hey, Joe Schmo, you have a month to live. Think about what would go through your mind. What haven't I done in my life? What haven't I experienced? Where do I want to go? How do I want to attack it? Do I have the right mindset? Am I am I in the right frame of mind to say I can beat whatever's given my way? I can do whatever it takes to continue to push forward or I can go and jump out of planes and I can go fishing trips and I can go to Disney and I can go to all these things with my family no matter what the cost, no matter where I'm at with it because I want to embrace the moment and do everything that's possible. Are you ready to make that change? Are you ready to make that statement towards where you're at? Because if you're not, it's okay. You're you're probably in the majority. But we all can work on trying to get there. We all can kind of turn the page a little bit in the fact that we're not necessarily giving ourselves that oomph and that urgency towards doing these types of things and living this type of life. Why? Because we're afraid to. We're afraid of it because we're afraid of failure or we're afraid of not necessarily succeeding the way we wanted to. Or we're afraid of what's going to happen down the road if I, you know, if I continue to live this life and I just live flamboyantly. What about the money that I need to be saving or the or the smart financial fortune that I want to be able to set myself forward with? And it holds us or hinders us back to doing living life to the fullest and those kind of things. Some people asked me a little while ago when I was telling them I was going out to in May to throw our party for the NFL Inspiration Party out in Scottsdale. I'm bringing my wife and my son, and I'm pulling my son out of school for it. 
And some people say, wow, you're, you're going to pull your son out of school for two weeks to go for a, a road trip to the Grand Canyon? And I didn't hesitate. And I said, yes, I am. Why? Because you, tomorrow's not just given. It's not just a gift that's given to you to say you're automatically going to live tomorrow. Tomorrow is something that I have to earn. And here I am living my life fully today to be able to live that tomorrow and do everything that I need to do. Because who knows what's going to happen in five years? Who knows? Maybe I'm faced with something like those folks were on the TV. And then I'm saying to myself, did I do the things that I felt like I needed to do to be able to live life to the fullest? Well, a trip to the Grand Canyon, the Hoover Dam, Las Vegas, San Diego Zoo, Walt Disney, all those things are things that I say to myself, these are moments while my son is still 13 years old and still somewhat impressionable, not necessarily in those older teenage years, and we can go have fun together and we can enjoy it together and we can embrace it and we can go on a road trip and we can sing music and we can do whatever we wanted to do on a road trip together because the time is now. My time is now to live my life to the fullest, no matter how I'm feeling about myself or no matter where I'm at with it. And not like I said, I don't want to sound morbid that you have to face yourself with mortality or throw that in front of you to say, you know, you're faced with you may pass on or you may not live or whatever else. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is the mindset just needs to live in that space of what have I done today to impact life fully? We have to ask ourselves that question. Because if we're not asking ourselves the question and we're not digging in, then what is life? Now, if your life, if you're happy with your life that you just want to go through the motions, go to work, nine to five, come home, eat dinner, go to bed, those kind of things, and that is what is a good life to you, then by all means, live it to the fullest and work the best day from nine to five and then eat your dinner at the best meal after you get home and then go to bed at a decent time and get a good night's sleep and rest and relax and all those things. Do all the things that are necessary for you to live life fullest within the confines of what you think a full life is. Not everybody thinks that going on a Grand Canyon trip and then going to Vegas and then going to San Diego is living life to the fullest. It's not everybody's cup of tea. And they also wouldn't take their kids out of school for it. But if you're, let's say, for instance, if you're not one of those, but your life living to the fullest is reading a book together. And instead of having tablets or phones around you, turn those tablets and phones over and embrace the moment and read the book and live the book and act it out with the kids and do all the things that you have to do. Or if you're just reading a book and you want, you love reading and you are distracted by things like television and noise and husbands and wives and whatever else, take the time for yourself to live fully and embrace the book and spend the time necessary for you to live inside of that book and be inside of the book and be part of the book. Because that's what you find to be fulfilling in your life. So whatever it is that you find to be fulfilling, live it to the fullest. Don't let, don't, don't let it be too late when the time comes down to it that mortality or life just passes you by. And next thing you know, you're looking up going, I should have done that more. I should have been more effective at that. I should have been a better person in this space. I should have volunteered more. I should have read more. I should have spent more time with my family or whatever it is. How many of us live in the land of regret after we lose loved ones when they're gone? Don't let that happen to yourself. Enjoy your moments. We're only here for a short amount of time. Enjoy everything you got. Enjoy every moment that you have with every single person that you have, even if you're far away. Most of my family, if you know me and have known that I've taken trips to go see family and things like that, most of my family all live far away. 
some down in Virginia, some down in Florida, some across the coast, all the different places within the United States of America, some down in Texas, all kinds of different places. But I also know that I need to reach out. I need to embrace. I need to engage. I need to be with my family. I need to do the things that are necessary because I don't want to be that guy that they go, oh, I never really heard from him unless he needs something, and which I don't do. But I mean, I don't want to even have that even on my repertoire. I don't want to have that on my resume. I want to be the guy that they look at it and say, he was always there for me, even though he was far away. I always knew that I could have a word of encouragement from him to be able to push forward my brother, my son, my uncle, all those things. Because I may not be there in person, but I can be there in other ways. But I need to live my life to the fullest and let them know that. And let them know that I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And I want them to be a part of it. So think about that today, okay? Think about whatever you're doing and whatever you like to do and whatever you love doing. Is it something that you, at the end of the day, find fulfilling in your life? And if it is, do it to the max. Double up. Or as they say in Vegas, double down. Put it all in. Put all your chips in and keep on going for it. Keep on living life to the fullest. And if you're not doing that, make that change. Do something or at least start to move that direction. You don't have to be perfect at it. You don't have to be 100%, 1,000% committed. You just got to be able to move the chips in the right direction for you to be able to start to go down the road of living life to the fullest no matter where you're at and stop worrying about all the small stuff that goes on in life that holds us back. Finances, jobs. House payments, they're all important. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go pay your payments. Please don't think that. What I am saying to you is don't let them overwhelm everything that you have to do, even if you're late on payments and even if you're maxed out on your credit card or whatever it is, but you've got a 10-year-old that has a birthday coming up. Enjoy your moments with that 10-year-old. Be with them in the moment. Don't let all the other stuff distract you so that you're so distracted that it's too late by the time you get done and go, oh, Man, I missed their 10th birthday. Or, oh, man, I should have spent more time with them when they were younger because now they're little teenage hellions or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So think about that. Ask yourself that question. Am I living life to the fullest? Am I treating it much like I've only got a short amount of time on this earth? And if it was faced with that, do I have the right mindset to say I can overcome anything, I can achieve anything, and I can get whatever I want in life? I just got to set my heart, my mind to it and live it to the fullest. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms at Liquid Shano 1973. And if you could do us a favor, pop on over to iTunes and show us some love and leave some feedback there for us. Talk later.